0: with adam and christina hannon
1: life 101.9 this is adam and christina
0: hi adam and christina it's ellie holcomb
1: ellie we've enjoyed your music for some time but man this new song i don't want to miss it it's so good a tree I don't wanna miss one
2: thing.
0: thank you so much it's been so fun It's definitely one my kids love dancing in the kitchen, too. So that's a good sign. Mm,
2: Yes. (laughs) I was dancing in the van on the way over here. So great job. (laughs) Love it. Yes. That is awesome. I
1: love it. Tell us a little about that song, will you? It
0: is based out out of Zephaniah 317, which is one of my favorite verses. The Lord your God is in your midst. He's mighty to save. He will rejoice over you in gladness. He'll quiet you with his love. He will exult over you with loud singing. And so I just thought, y'all, this is such a busy, crazy, chaotic time. There's so much noise. We're in like cancel culture. Strangers are hating strangers on the internet at the time. Mm-hmm. And I just thought, man, there is there are so many messages that are negative about, even when you're just scrolling, you're like, oh, well, here's everything that I'm not. You know, the comparison game that we get into on Instagram or Facebook. Yeah. So I just thought, man. It's true that God is singing over us that we because He loves us and and He delights in us. What would it look like if I if I turned up the volume of that song of love that He is singing over every single beating human heart? That is what I want. That's what I want to be listening to. That's what I want my kids to listen to. And I think too, there's this sense that um, this experience that I've had. Recently, via a journey of counseling, praise God for counselors, um, but of, of visiting some of my deepest places of pain. Um, I, I don't like pain, and I don't think mm. a lot of us do, um, <laughs> right. but what happened, like nobody's like, yay, I love Sign places. me up, this up for that. <laughs> Sign me up for something hard and painful. Um, But I just, I, what happened is I visited some of my deepest wounds in my story and let myself grieve and breathe there is I encountered the presence and the tenderness and the empathy of God. And I just thought, man, I've been so afraid of visiting some of these places, some of these hard places. But as it turns out, God is present in, in our painful, most broken places too. And so we can know that we're, we're held and and beloved, even when it feels like we're falling apart. And so I just thought, man, I don't want to miss God's goodness in the pain. I don't want to miss his goodness and all the beauty and creation. And so I kind of wrapped all of that up into a song that makes me want to, I hope it makes people want to dance Mm -hmm. like you said, you did in the car or or run fast, but that it helps people know that even in their most broken place, um, as it turns out, we are still the object of
2: God's affection.
1: Mm, that is it.
2: so good And what a timely message I mean we need to hear God's voice And in, in that song That he's singing over us That comfort that he gives to us And that peace that he gives to us
1: and I don't want to miss it
2: I don't want thing I don't want to miss the melody That you
1: over me
2: I'm just curious Ellie You know what are the ways that you manifest that in your life? I mean, what are, I guess, the the avenues that you see God using to give you his His message?
0: I have always felt like he speaks to me through creation. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if y'all knew this, but right after COVID safer at home restrictions hit last year, one of the most Googled searches was, are the birds louder?
1: <laughs> oh <what?
0: laughs> wow isn't that crazy and so it's almost like everything slowed down enough even the traffic like i'm in nashville tennessee so there was less traffic so you literally i don't know i heard the birds in a way that i didn't hear them before and i found that out because i actually searched that i was like are the birds singing louder <laughs> and so i i one of the ways that i've experienced god has been through creation through the earth. And I think there was something beautiful as we slowed down last year. Um, My husband, we have these two tulip poplar trees or giant trees in our backyard. And he came downstairs one day and he was like, Ellie, I had no idea. Our tulip poplar blooms in the spring. Like there are flowers on this Mm. thing. And I was like, yes. (laughs) So I think there are so, I love that God knew that we might forget his love for us, that we might forget how he's singing of us, over us, that we might forget that his mercies are new every morning. And so he was like, it's cool. I will write it all over creation. Like I'm mm. going to leave a trail of, of breadcrumbs all over creation so that you can see. And I remember when we did this safer at home thing, it was in Nashville. It was springtime. And so all of these things that look dead, the trees that looked like, no life was left in them start that green spring life starts coming out of them, reminding mm-hmm. us that death never has the final word. Every single morning when that sun comes up, God's reminding us his mercy. There's nothing we can do this too much for his mercy to cover. Right. And we're, we're in the midst of our darkest night of our soul. Like the stars are still shining, reminding us that that light is always stronger than darkness. And that even in the darkest night of our soul, God is with us, and um, I'm just I. So I see Him so often. If I can get outside, I'm. I see the birds, I hear the birds sing, and I'm like, Oh yeah, I don't have to worry because you feed the birds, and you're going to take care. of You're a good father. You're going to take good care of us, so I don't have to worry about a day in my life because that doesn't add anything. Actually, it just takes things away. Mm-hmm. So I, so often if I can get outside, I am I am grateful for sort of the, um, I don't know, it's like the little winks and whispers he gives me uh, anytime I can get
2: outside, which
0: are then obviously confirmed as I spend time in his word, because he Mm -hmm. writes all about that in in scripture as well.
2: Yeah, well, you keep singing those truths and that reminder over us. Um, I I love that you use the example of trees because how often should we just look at a dead tree through the winter and be like that's impossible that's impossible that that would ever start to bloom again and yet it does every season and and so once we keep reminding ourselves like God does things that we would deem impossible. Um, and That's he shows great. us that in his creation. So keep singing to us. This is amazing. We need to hear those reminders.
0: Absolutely. I will. And, and you know what? I need the reminders too. That's why I write the songs. I'm a selfish songwriter. Oh. <laughs> but I just, I think the way that I'm wired is for whatever reason, if I can sing, it helps me believe um, and I think God wired us like that. He's mm-hmm. always telling us to rejoice. He's telling us to, to offer a sacrifice of praise, yeah. to sing to the Lord a new song. And I think there's maybe something in the way that He makes us that if we can sing, it helps us remember what's true. And so. A lot of times I'm just trying to write into the songs the truths that my forgetful heart so often forgets.
2: Yeah. We gotta... So if
0: I can remind myself, maybe it'll help somebody
2: else remember, too. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. We've got to get a little bossy and tell our hearts what to believe, right? <laughs> it's true. Ooh,
0: yes, we got to boss our hearts. Just like David, he did it all over the song.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, he'd be like... Where are you, God? And he's like, but remember my soul. Awake my soul. Remember who God is. Remember how he did this. Ooh, Boston is hard around.
1: I love that. I <laughs> <laughs> yeah. love it, Ellie. You, uh, you mentioned your your husband, Drew. Now he's a really fun musician of his own. Drew Holcomb and the Neighbors. Tell us a little bit about your marriage. Like, how long have you been married?
0: We will hit fifteen years. Fifteen! Oh, years. congratulations! Yes. That's awesome. How long are y'all? How long have y'all been married?
1: Seventeen. 17. Yep.
0: Come on. So we're just right behind you. I love it. Good job,
1: guys. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So we're going to put you on the spot a little bit, Ellie. If you could give three pieces of advice or tips or lessons you've learned along the way when it comes to marriage, what would be your top three?
0: One thing that is a huge deal that we say to each other a lot, if we're ever in a fight because as it turns out to be in, to be a human with another human means there will be conflict. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yep. and so, um, I, but we've learned to say, and it's interesting because we've performed together on stage for so long, um, and still do, you know, still tour together. And so we, we especially learned this Sometimes we would be in a disagreement or conflict right before we have to go on stage and sing like a bunch of love songs, which is (laughs) hilarious. (laughs) And so we, we were like, man, this is tough. How do we do this? And so our friends who are a little bit older than us, who've been married for a a good while, I think they're, they just hit 30 years, but they were like, this, these are the times when you look at each other and you say, we're on the same team, Mm -hmm. like I'm for you and I love you. And, um, that has been a beautiful, like I'm on your team here.
2: Oh. That
0: has been a beautiful gift, uh, for us. Um, so that has been huge to say, uh, cause I know it, it, that scripture says we're not to let the sun go down on our anger, <laughs> but sometimes it's we've had to because just circumstantially we've had to, we, don't, we haven't had we had time always to work things out. And I think sometimes when you have little kids, it gets like that too. Mm-hmm. And so it's a really great phrase. If you're not able to really get to the bottom of the conflict to just be like, Hey, I'm on your team and I love you. We, we definitely need to have this conversation later. We can't have it right now, but Right. Yeah. We're on the same team, oh, but that is good. such
2: a good one. I mean, that's something that Adam Ooh. says to me often, and i it just gives me so much just rest, I guess, yeah. and peace, and it kind of settles my my heart a little bit, yeah,
1: well, Ellie, you mentioned yeah. like not letting the sun go down on your anger, but you know personality wise too, like when I'm upset, what's the best thing for me? I mean, I need a nap, I need to go to bed, <laughs> but oh, to man. reassure Holy... my wife before I do, um yeah, that's that's powerful stuff. It's been stuff. huge.
0: It's been huge, and this is the other phrase that I'll say. I'm like these are all the things I've heard in counseling, so I'm just repeating those. But because we are big fans of counseling and have been on and off in in counseling yeah. both individually and then together over the years, I try to speak about it often because I think it's something that sometimes has a stigma, and mm-hmm. it has just been so life giving. Like yeah. uh, to me, to our marriage. Um, and so one of the things that our counselor told us, taught us to say is um, when you feel hurt by something, I think sometimes our initial reaction when we're hurt is to accuse or just lash out. Yeah, I don't know, the lash out, is like, ah, that hurt. And so um, to, to say, hey, when you did this, it may not have been your intention, but when you said this, it cut me and I'm bleeding here. And mm-hmm. so I know that may not have been your attention. And then this is the big deal. And the story that I'm telling myself is that you did that because you don't actually care about me or you don't have time for me or whatever the story is. Because, man, it's crazy. When we get hurt, we immediately, our brains scientifically want a reason. Mm-hmm. Like, and so, yeah. But sometimes we make up a whole reason and it's not even true. And so yeah. it just is really great language to sort of diffuse. When there is a conflict or a wound or, or something that's been hard, that has been great language to use for us. The story that I'm telling myself, when you were late for this event, again, is that you don't really care about me. I know that's not probably true, but mm-hmm. that's the story that I'm making up in my head. And that has been a really helpful phrase for us.
2: Yeah. And then your spouse um, can speak. What is what is the true story? What is the, the what real is reason the reason going story? on here? Yeah. yeah,
0: and to acknowledge the hurt, like to, oh, yeah. to, I just think it's it's a way to say like you hurt me. I'm not saying that you intended to hurt me, but but there's but I'm hurt, and I just need you to know. And that is intimacy, like into me, you see. Mm. <laughs> so oh wow! Is is good to let them? Because I just I hated conflict for so long. I didn't. I don't know. I just was afraid of hurt. And so I would lie to myself first and say, I'm fine, I'm fine. But when I really wasn't. And so it's actually such a gift to let your spouse, your person um, into what's hurting in your heart. And I wasn't very good at that at first. And I'm really grateful to gotten some practice over all mm-hmm.
2: these years. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, thank you for passing that tool along. We're going to stick that in our toolbox for sure. Yeah.
0: Um, every year at the beginning of the year, we have a state of the union trip. And um, it's it can be, so we basically, like, what's the state of our union mm-hmm. <laughs> together? And so mm-hmm. we take, um, I love it because we look at everything from finances, financial planning, giving, work, family, kids. Marriage community, how we want to serve. So it is like this beautiful looking back on the last year, what we learned, what worked, what didn't work, how we want to grow, and then looking forward and kind of setting a vision for our marriage, for our family, for our work, for our faith, for Sabbath and rest. Like we literally uh, take a really intentional. It's a trip, and sometimes it's a trip, y'all, down the street. To a cheap hotel and we mm-hmm. get a friend or a parent to come stay with the kids. It doesn't have to be fancy. And then mm-hmm. sometimes we, you know, we'll go um, further away and take a fun trip to, you know, somewhere three hours away. And we've gone as far as I think we went to Mexico this last year, actually. And, and, uh, and took, or two years ago, whenever it was safe to travel. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, yep. um we, we are, it, that has been such Um, an important rhythm for our marriage and then every five years we take an adventure together and that's been a really on our anniversary we that's been a really fun thing we do something that makes us a little uncomfortable (laughs) And, and we do that together which has been really fun
2: Oh, I love that! I love the idea of the State of the Union, just a yearly evaluation. And how much so does that just reflect? Even the first thing that you said—that you're on the same team, and that you yeah. you want a, a strategy so that this mm-hmm. team can win. So, oh, yeah, that's what's so the good. game plan? Yeah, <laughs> that's
1: right. I love that. I love that. Oh, Ellie, thank you so much for sharing your uh, your wisdom with us. It's been awesome.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. It's a joy. I I always say that marriage is the best work that I've ever is like the best work I've ever done in Mm -hmm. in my life. Like it is, it is working. Sometimes people are like, Oh, you're getting married. I don't know. They always, you know, on bachelorette parties, we have a lot of bachelorette parties in Nashville Mm -hmm. They come to Nashville and people are like, Oh, the old chain around the neck. I'm like, Oh no, this is, it is like, it's not that it's not hard. There's hard things about it, but it is some of the most beautiful work that you can do, and it will transform you. It is. I'm just so grateful. I'm, for, I'm grateful for the way that God loves us enough not to leave us as we are. And mm-hmm. I see. I see my heart continually um, changed and softened and broken and remade in the context of our marriage. And I'm grateful for that.
1: Awesome. Uh, Ellie, thank you so much. Please give Drew a big high five for us. He'll say who, but that's okay.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I will. I'll tell him that y'all said hello. Thanks so much for having
1: me today. Awesome. All right. Have a great day. Thank you. Well, thank you so much for
2: listening to Forefront. This has been Adam and Christina Hannon.
1: And Forefront is a production of Northwestern Media.